So if you're indecisive and don't make decisions, you never get better at making you don't decisions. Learn anything. So you don't learn anything. Yeah, you're, you're, so when you say exercise that decisive muscle, right? You don't even get better at it by being decisive. You actually get better and better and better. Your refractory period goes down because you learn to make decisions in a quicker and shorter period of time. You learn to analyze the 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 the, the landscape and analyze quickly. the risk assessment really really quickly. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. I'm Sean Dill, and this is the lovely Lacey Book. We are honored to be here with you each and every week, sharing new bite-sized nuggets of information that have helped us to be able to navigate our business journey, and hopefully you find value and application. Because look, frankly, I've never met anybody who has made a million dollars or anything of significance just by listening to podcasts. You have mm. to take the information and then you have to apply it out into your own business. Just like the book, our Amazon best-selling book, None of Your Business. You can't get rich reading books. You can't reach more people reading books. You can't get rich listening to podcasts or going to masterminds or workshops or joining membership groups. You actually have to do things. Today, I want to talk about being decisive. And this is a very opportune time to be talking about this because I know that so many Americans, and I'm not leaving out our international listeners or viewers, but so many Americans right now are facing a critical decision mm. where they are going to be going to their place of polling and they're going to have to choose or vote for a candidate for the next president of the United States. And we've been saying for quite some time that with the way things are going, with the way that social media works, the way that regular media works, radio, television, etc., with the dissemination of information and people's ability to control your mindset, your worldview, and your thoughts, depending on what they are showing you and what you're being exposed to, including things like this podcast, that we are going to find ourselves in a period of time when people are frankly going to say, I just don't know what to think. Right. They're going to be frozen and unable to make a decision. And one of the best axioms that I have heard, I believe it was Jordan Belfort, who said that the one common trait amongst all successful people is that they are decisive. So some people have more money. They're born with more money. Some people have more advantages. Maybe they were able to go to an Ivy League school, so they right. have more education. Some people have more resources, more friends, more relationships. Some people get help. You know, and a lot of times what people say is, well, you know, the great equalizer is time. Sure, everybody gets the same amount of time, and it's what you do with that time. But what we've noticed as well is that successful people are extremely decisive. And we live in a very uncertain or indecisive world where everybody, nobody knows what they want to do. I had a couple of stats here. Seven out of 10 Americans postpone making financial decisions. Mm. Think about that right now. Like how many people so that are mean saying, like just buying something that means you know, investing, investing in something um, or doing something with your money, yeah, retirement. Like, yep. well, and how many people right now are thinking like, well, I don't want to do anything until after the election. Right. 
Like that's what everybody, like, well, because I, I can't make a decision until, and look, honestly, it's, you know, that's just an excuse because after the election, it will be until, okay, well, depending on who won until somebody new takes office or right, until the new year or until, like, it's just always, they postpone It's the overthinkers, this. right? And a lot of times in business, they say, oh, it's that, um, paralysis by analysis. Well, it's also the underthinkers because I think oftentimes people just don't want to think because they don't want to make a decision. I oftentimes say, look, if you want to see this in action, just say to somebody, especially if you, if you work and I know most people are working virtually, but if you work amongst people, just say, Hey, what should we get for lunch? Well, nobody can make like nobody's like. What do you want? What do you want? Nobody just comes out and says, "Let's get uh, Korean fried chicken." Nobody just yells. Everybody's like, "Well, well, we could get Mexican." And then some people are like, "Yeah, let's go down to the let's go down to Verde." And then somebody says, "Oh, but what about sushi?" And then everybody swings. Oh, yeah, let's do that. What's funny because it's funny because you say that time. People say that time is the great equalizer, but it's about what you do with your time, right? And so successful people, if by nature they are more decisive and make decisions quickly, they're gonna get stuff done faster than the next person, period. Right, because they're doing things, they're not just sitting there ruminating and being indecisive about it. Yes. Relative to money too, I have another stat, over 50% of people have not made a major money move in the past three years. Major money move, buying a car, buying a house, making you know substantial investments into your retirement. Um, any sort of major money move, they, they get frozen, especially when it comes to money. And that's what this podcast is about, right? Because it's none of your business. It's not for people that, you know, how to pick a color uh, of yarn for the blanket that right. you want to knit. This is about how to make decisions relative to your business. And and frankly, first step is to come to the realization that the majority of people are indecisive. But I want to go back to the color of yarn because I actually think that that's an important part of the process. Listen, if you recognize yourself as being an indecisive individual, you need to exercise that decisive muscle. And the reality of it is, is you're, you're not going to be able to exercise it or learn how to use it on really big decisions. So start off small. Like I would say you make the decision for an entire, you know, month on where you guys are going to eat or what you're going to eat and just hold yourself accountable to that. Some people are like, but I can't. But I why? Can't. Yeah. I can't, I can't make that. I can't, I can't like, you know, and, and the same thing, like with the color of yarn, just go in and buy blue and walk out and don't buy blue. Cause I said buy blue, buy, but go in Whatever there and pick color. a color and just, and get on with it. Right. Like, you know, clothes, I can't, you know, and, and, and oftentimes to be stereotypical, but women oftentimes are notorious. What does this look good on me? Like just put something on and go. True. I say, this is what I'm going to do. Right. And, and again, it's just exercising your I'm not saying you know that you have to do that as yeah. a social norm, but I'm just saying you've got to get good at just making decisions. Well, and what's also interesting that it makes me think about is that um, a lot of successful people that we know, especially entrepreneurs that are extremely successful, they have a high tolerance for risk. And I would imagine that those two things go hand in hand because I know that people that have very low risk tolerance, they overthink everything and they do not make any decisions because they're too worried about the risk. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that actually could stop you or inhibit you from growing and scaling your business the way that you want. But What could possibly go wrong? Another stat, seven out of 10 Americans are afraid of making the wrong, important financial decisions. Mm. That's why they don't do it Mm. because they're afraid of what could go wrong. They, They have a low risk tolerance. But look, again, we're talking about your business. So when it comes to your business, um, you know, what could go wrong? And I even think that oftentimes, look, what could go worse is if you did nothing, right? Because you're not growing, you're not reaching more people, Absolutely. you're not making an impact, you're not, nothing's happening because you're just 
analyzing well, what could go wrong. I mean, and, and honestly, when we look at a lot of these decisions, I'm not saying like take every single last dime and, you know, invest it into coaching with Lacey. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just look, what could possibly go wrong if you join Black Diamond Club at $75 a month and $99 a month? If you have that money, if you have, you know, at least $1,000, what could go wrong? Like, Nothing. Nothing. You lose seventy five dollars if, if we were absolute morons. Yeah. Which you're listening to the podcast, we can't be absolute morons. So the the risk is very little. Only seventeen percent of Americans say that they have no financial decisions that they regret. Oh wow! So look, here's the thing: it's it's going to go wrong. Like, have you ever? You just pick a restaurant. You're like, let's. This happened to us recently. Let's all go to um, this restaurant. We were we are we had a, we were hosting a lot of people, and we had we had actually had this restaurant before, but only takeout. We had never been there. We were like, let's go to this restaurant. It's great. And we go to that restaurant. When we got there, it kind of smelled funny. Yeah. Oh, the service yeah. was terrible. Food wasn't about. that great. It was just like, huh. But at the end of the day, look, I mean, so is that a decision that we regret? Yeah. That was sure. not a good choice. But you but know we what made happens? But you know what happens? It allows us to make a better decision next time. Right. So if you're indecisive and don't make decisions, you never get better at making you don't decisions. Learn anything. So you don't learn anything. Yeah, you're you're so when you say exercise that decisive muscle, right. You don't even get better at it. By being decisive, you actually get better and better and better. Your refractory period goes down because you learn to make decisions in a quicker and shorter period of time. You learn to analyze the 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 the, the landscape and analyze quickly. the risk assessment really, really quickly. Yeah. Right? So here's the second part to that, and then we'll talk about what people can do. Um, the next thing is, this goes hand in hand, is that the way that we become indecisive is that we strip you of your power. And this is why this is also very important at this time is because we live in a very disempowered world, you know, and, and the, the game of even marketing and selling is that the general public is generally trying to disempower you. Maybe a great example. If you are in business like we are, and I hope that you are, if you're listening to the podcast and if you run Facebook ads. I don't care what your Facebook ad is. You could say, I'm giving away $100 to everybody that comments. You will still get dopes that comment something stupid, mm -hmm. right? Because there are disempowered people who see it as their duty in life to try. They don't even know who you are to try and disempower you. Now, the worst thing that could happen, the worst thing that could possibly happen is you see these negative comments negative reviews mm. right how many clients of ours have we seen that get a negative review on yelp or google oh, and, and they, they call so us personal but they yeah. also a lot of times it's someone that never even they're they're like but this person wasn't even a client then what do you yeah what right? are you worried about and they wrote they left a, they left a one-star review but look that's just a disempowered person it may be a competitor, it may be a colleague, it may be a lead or a prospect, but they're so disempowered and they see their charge in life to disempower you. Well, and let's be real, the more decisions you make, the more successful you are, the more disempowered people are going to know who you are and be around you. Right. And so you become the, a target. You become a target. And so the reality of it is, is that the more you start making decisions that help you grow and scale, the more you're going to see those things. And that's where they always say you need to learn to have thick skin. Bottom line is your decisions aren't going to please everybody all the time. And you have to be okay with that because without doing that, without displeasing people and pleasing people, you have no motion, you have no movement. Well, so basically what, what I've come to the conclusion is, is that the empowered people, they have all the power because oh. they are empowered. Mm -hmm. The empowered people have the power and the way that they exercise that power is through being decisive. 
Right. Super simple. If you want to be successful in your endeavor, whatever it is, you must first find avenues or ways that you can be empowered. You need to be an empowered person in a disempowered world. Mm. So how could I possibly become more empowered? Well, I need to shield myself from the disempowering people. Yeah, well, and I, I would argue that you can't necessarily shield yourself. You just need to learn how to not allow it to impact you. Correct, yeah, yeah you can't stop Yeah, that. you can't stop, you can't stop it. They're gonna come, they're gonna find you, they're gonna find ways to say things that get in front of you. So you have to learn how to brush it off, right? They're gonna and, send people to get in front of yeah. you. They're going to send messages through people that are close to you. Yeah. So I would say, actually waking up and having an expectation that there's going to be people out there that don't like you or your service and well, we, being okay with it. And we talk a lot about crisis management. Let's let's get real. Like somebody leaving a nasty comment on a Facebook ad or leaving you a one-star review is not a crisis. No. It's in not fact, a crisis. It makes you look more real. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that, and, if, and there's a lot of data actually that's beginning to show that, that it is more believable when you have a, a four or four and a half star rating than a five star right. rating. Right, because if nobody gave you a one star, now don't give us a one star rating on the podcast. No, just don't to do that. Just to, just to help us out, <laughs> don't do that. They do think we have a five star rating. I think is that right, James? We have a five. I think we have a five star rating. If you want to give us a five, well, if you want, if you want to give us a four, and but right in there, I'm only giving you a four to make you it look said to real. Do it. Yeah, we okay. want to make you guys and look real. And not all you can give us four because yeah, then we really no. drop. But here's here is what's really interesting too is I think that um, uh, people if people follow the principles of the stuff that we teach and they truly understand and build a business to attract their ideal client and target market, the people that write bad reviews about you or give you negative responses are always people that were never a good fit anyway. Right. So the other individuals that read that and they're like, I'm not gonna go there, guess what? They weren't a good fit either. Right. So it's just part of the red velvet rope policy that we're putting in place. So it's actually necessary for you to build a business taking care of people that you love to serve. I mean, let's say that I'm reading a review on a steakhouse and somebody wrote, this is terrible. I'm giving it one star because all of their steaks were priced at $45 or above. Yeah. Their wine list didn't have any wines that were less than $68. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? Because that was what I was looking for. And, and so I'm, I, that doesn't that deter, deter you. Yeah. But somebody else that was looking for like, well, gosh, that sounds expensive. Then they're not going to go, which is actually a favor to yeah. the restaurant because they actually don't have, you know, if they're writing things that are not true, but typically they're writing things that are true and what they're sharing is their disempowerment their feelings about right. that. So we can't shield ourselves, but we can start to become less emotional, about less it. reactionary about it. And we need to understand that every single day we are subject to people who are attempting to bring us down to their level. They are attempting to disempower us. Social media is very disempowering. It's something mm -hmm. that's very dangerous. You guys have got to get really, really good. You've got to protect your environment and you've got to get really good at not exposing yourself to those disempowering messages. But also there's other other places, people that you hang around with, um, groups that you might talk with. Mm -hmm. You have to avoid um, those disempowering moments as much as possible. Yep. And then when you do encounter them, because it's impossible to av avoid them completely, you have to try to build your immunity to them. You can't drag that in into your mm. next stage because the next stage of stage of that is once you are empowered, you can begin to lead other empowered people. 
This is yep. also a really, we should do another podcast on this, a separate topic, but it's really difficult as an empowered person to lead disempowered people oh, because they don't like that. It doesn't vibe it's well. They, yeah, they, they want you to be disempowered. Yep. But then once you've done accomplished that, the last step is to become decisive. And you're saying to exercise your decisiveness. What else can we do? What other tips do you have for people to get more decisive? Well, I would say number one thing that comes to mind would be to just educate yourself. So if you're in a specific profession, industry, um, and you know that you're going to have to be making decisions around the things in your business, you should be highly educated on the components of your business. I remember when, like, I think about, um, being decisive. And for me, what comes to mind is Cheesecake Factory. Anybody that's been to Cheesecake Factory knows that there's probably 150 items on the menu. Their menu is like a freaking novel, right? And I can't tell you, I was one of their head trainers there and servers for a very long time. And people would come in and it would take them 30 minutes to make a decision on what they wanted to eat because the menu was so massive and so large. But for me, because I knew the menu inside and out and knew all the items that were on there, I was very educated on what we had to serve that it was very easy for me to decide what I wanted on a day-to-day basis. Because you already knew the options you and you had knew. already, you being being a vegetarian, you'd already discarded over half of the options. I didn't have to so read you didn't have to through. read through and think it through like you, had, you were already prepped and educated on that. So, so the more educated you are on the things that you're making decisions about, the easier you can decide. Yeah, the more information you have. And then information uh, and, is uh, power. Uh, an extension of that would be surrounding yourself with educated people and trusting them, mm-hmm. trusting them to know. So you don't, you know, there's a you lot of equipment know. here in the studio. Yeah. I don't know what all this stuff does, but I trusted James, who is right. our videographer and does all of our editing and gets the podcast up. I trusted him to know because we don't know. We don't right. know. That. So you either educate yourself on the things that you need to make decisions about. Or you need to educate yourself on the person that you trust to know that they can make the right decisions. Right. So you might have financial plans. That's what's interesting with those stats I was giving you is you know, most of those surrounded finances and people are afraid to make the wrong decision. Right. Well, I get it because there are people that go to school, go to higher levels of education to acquire the education to help people make the right decision. And you couldn't, if you were, uh, if you were a, a, a physical therapist, you don't have that same degree of education. That would be like me saying, I don't trust myself to diagnose my muscle sprains and strains and to give myself the appropriate treatment, which is why I would go to an expert. So the same thing is you need to trust these decisions to experts, which is another, that's, I think, mm-hmm. a next level of practice. It was then going to say your steakhouse and when they come, come, come by, just saying, what would you recommend? Right. And then just going with that. I had a friend that did that. Yeah. I had a friend you, that just, just, you tell me what, the you, best what thing would you, is what would then... you eat if you were me? And they just, and they just ordered, it didn't even matter. Like, cause he, they were like, well, I pretty much can't go wrong. Cause they're not going to recommend something that's bad. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, that's something too, just to begin to create that, that, that exercise and that habit of being decisive. So being decisive, successful people are decisive, successful people are empowered. Hopefully this week you will go on this journey to increase your empowerment and to become more decisive. And then ultimately you will begin to separate yourself and you'll realize as you become more decisive and more empowered, you see the reflection of people that are trying to bring you down. But that's why this is important because right now 
to come back full circle is that most of you are facing this decision of who am I going to vote for and the repercussions and the magnitude of that decision and what it means to the future of a country one way or the other. And regardless of what your position is, what you cannot do is second guess yourself. Mm -mm. What you should not do is just be frozen in indecisiveness and allow that to cause you to not take action and then to regret. And look, most people are, have regretted something that they've done at some point in their life. Of course. The bigger the decision, the more information you need, the more expertise that you need to rely on. But then at the end of the day, there will come a moment when you absolutely have to be decisive. Yep. Anything else to add? Nope. I love it. All right. We'll be back again next week with a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast.